Welcome to Maker Mom, a podcast where I explore the stories of Maker Moms and the life they lead. Each week, I will bring you the behind the scenes story of a new Maker Mom. I'm Katie Freeman, a furniture designer and content creator running FreemanFurnishings.com and your host of the Maker Mom podcast. You can find Maker Moms hanging out in the Facebook community at Maker Moms and on the web at MakerMomPodcast.com. If you love what you hear, please subscribe, leave a stellar review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know. Hello and welcome to episode 74 of the Maker Mom podcast. This week's guest is Kristen of In Her Garage. I recently found Kristen through Instagram, found out she was... Uh, a Midwestern girl as well and thought, hey, I've got to get her on the podcast. Um, Before I get to the interview, though, I need to say thank you, a very huge thank you to my patrons over on Patreon. So Amy of Bison Valley Carving, Brandy of Studio Bay, Kathy, One Girl and Her Tools, Dan and Kelly of Reclaimed Living Store, Ellen of Little Bear Furniture, Ethan, Ethan Carter Designs, and Mary Lou of Made by Mary Lou. Thank you all so very, very much for your patronage over on Patreon. If you are enjoying the podcast as well, I'd love to see you join the tribe. You can head on over to Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Maker Mom podcast and join the tribe. Uh, currently, uh, with the COVID-19 going on, I will be doing weekly online meetups for not just patrons, but everybody. But normally, if you are a patron, you will have access to the once a month online meetup that I set up. Uh, But like I just said, with COVID-19 going on, I believe in uh, bringing the community together and giving us access to each other the way that we can have right now currently, which is virtually. So we will be having once a week online Maker Mom podcast meetups. You don't have to be a mom. Um, You don't even have to be a maker, really, but you might get bored with the conversation if you're not. Um, Anyways, uh, we have one today, in fact, at 1145 Central Standard Time. Uh, This morning, we'll have an online meetup. You can find the link in the bio on Instagram. So if you follow at Maker Mom Podcast on Instagram, the link in the bio there will take you right into the meetup at 11.45 Central Standard Time this morning. Or if you are a member of the Maker Moms group, private group over on Facebook, which anybody can join, you just have to head on over to that group and request to join, Um, or just the Maker Mom podcast page on Facebook. I also have it posted there. Uh, For all of you wonderful patrons who I just listed, you can also find the link for it on Patreon too. So there's plenty of places to find the link. I hope to see a lot of you later on today. And uh, with no further ado, here is Kristen with In Her Garage. If you, Kristen, can give a brief introduction about yourself. Okay, uh, I'm Kristen. I am a woodworker. I'm a mom, a wife. I have two little girls and uh, my family and I live in central Minnesota. Okay, um, and you also have like 
a day job too, correct? I do have a job job. I am, job job. Uh, yep, I'm a nurse, um, an RN. I work at the local hospital here. Okay. Part-time, so I get to do my woodworking the other part of the time. <laughs> the other part of the time, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, central Minnesota, like, closeness-wise to Twin Cities? Where... Like, like an hour out. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, I mean... I, I have not done much in Minnesota, but I have been to the Twin Cities several times. Um, fun fact, my one of my little sisters is having her bachelorette party. We're going to the Twin Cities in May for her oh, bachelorette party. Yeah. Um, and then last summer, I went to the North Shore for the first time to Grand Marais. Um, okay. I took a class up there. That's like beautiful up in that part of the... I've never been oh, up to Grand Marais. I've been up to Duluth. I think that's the furthest north that I've gone. Yeah, you have to go like another couple hours north of mm. Duluth to get to Grand Marais. Um, but right. I love I love Lake Superior. It's just, it's beautiful. But It is. And you're an Iowa girl, right? I am an Iowa girl. <laughs> yeah. um, and so I love when I like, I feel like, why didn't I know that you existed before recently? Like, I... Love finding other Midwesterner um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, makers. Um, all right, let's go back a little bit to your childhood. What was that like? Where'd you grow up? What things were you interested in? So I grew up um, just down the road, a little closer to the cities um, than where I am now. Um, I have an older brother and an older sister, so I'm the littlest of three. Um, yeah, and it was pretty, pretty typical growing up. Um, my mom and my dad, very hands-on people. Um, they both went to trade school for drafting and like mechanical engineering. So they were all problem solvers and work with their hands. And um, my dad actually passed away when I was um, eight, but I remember like always garage full of tools and tinkering around and working on things and yeah trying to be his shadow mm -hmm. yeah that's kind of cool I mean that your mom went into the same like into trade too um yep she yeah she's always just been hands-on she can find a way to alter modify as she calls it I can modify <laughs> anything make it just how she wants it <laughs> and I have um gotten that spirit from her mm-hmm uh, what about your two older siblings? Um, did they have any interest in tinkering as well? Or did that just, you you took up that torch yourself? Yeah. Um, my sister, she is, um, she likes to, to do projects. She's actually renovated um, a couple houses with her husband. And she she's not afraid of hard work. Um, she is scrapbooky and... Um, I just made a vanity and she wants to, you know, stain it and paint it all herself. She likes to do that. My brother is really handy, um, but he's more of the outdoorsman, hunting, fishing, snowmobiling kind of guy. Yeah. I feel like that's something kind of typical for central Minnesotans. <laughs> right. You got to find something to do. <laughs> when it's like winter, six months of the year, like you have to. <laughs> I know. Um, all right, so like 
let's think high school kind of time frame where you like did you do music or sports or any of that yeah. kind of stuff I was in sports um I was actually a gymnast and a diver during those times so I stayed busy and ran around with friends and just kind of typical those are those are two sports that have not been brought up on the podcast yet oh yeah um, yeah I my, think that's where I get my perfectionist yeah I could see that vibe from yeah I could see that my daughter's getting really into gymnastics and oh, yeah. um dance she's four and so those are like those two things are like her world right now but I hope she I hope she continues definitely like the gymnastics and oh yeah maybe she cannot be clumsy like her mom that would be <laughs> beneficial it does to help. her <laughs> yeah, it does, help. does like, she like dance classes like structured dance so there's like a dance um company that comes to her preschool once a week um oh, cool. and they do it's a full-on like dance class like she's learned all the see i don't know anything about dance but it's like ballet and jazz I think is what they go through okay. so she's learned like all the first positions of ballet whatever that means um and then she'll have her first dance recital in April um so wow. that will be fun oh, so cute yeah. I know <laughs> and we already have a like billion sparkly glittery dresses <laughs> home and now we're gonna have more with the dance outfit <laughs> yeah good oh, that's um all right so those are some pretty i mean those are those are time intensive sports to be in yeah yeah <laughs> um sure. did any of them carry past high school no okay nope i actually was um PSEO I went post-secondary when I was 17 so I moved out when I was 17 and it was so busy because I went to college and I moved but I was still on the gymnastics team so I would travel back um, every day for gymnastics practice and that got really hard um, but then the college that I was at didn't have gymnastics for mm -hmm. sport which was fine mm -hmm. it was busy enough yeah <laughs> what'd you go to college for oh so uh, my first, I went to college for like seven and a half years to get a two-year degree. <laughs> um, I lost you. I can't hear you. You're good. You're good. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I first went to school and just kind of took classes that I liked and um, which just kind of geared me toward the health sciences. And I ended up graduating with a bachelor's in sports medicine, which I never used never intended to use and then I wanted to go for nursing so I had to take a couple more um, prerequisite courses for that and I went and got my two-year nursing degree so it took me a while to get my two-year degree um my four-year did help me with that and then I finished my bachelor's in nursing while I was working okay yeah what was it about like health sciences that appealed to you I lost you for a second are you there yeah. Can you hear me? Got glitchy. Yeah. Okay. I would say, what was it about health sciences that appealed to you? Um, what was it about health sciences? I just think the body is really cool. 
how it can heal itself and just, I don't know. And I like caring for people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So when did kind of the woodworking makings, you know, DIY type stuff enter the picture? When did it enter the picture? So it was always kind of there, you know, growing up with my mom, she was very much, we can do this ourselves, you know, kind of thing. Um, and if she would ever order like a, I don't know, a desk from, I don't even know where we'd order it from, but if there was something to put together, I always wanted to do it. Um, I just liked doing that stuff, but like full throttle woodworking DIY um, was after we built this house in 2015. Um, and then I decided I needed furniture for it. And um, the prices were astronomical for the stuff that I wanted and the size that I needed. And um, I think like a lot of people, they came across a plan from Anna White or Shanty to Chic. And I thought, yeah, I think I can do that because you just needed the circular saw and a pocket hole jig and tape measure. And I thought, okay, I'll do that. And what was the first thing I made was Anna White's um that sliding barn barn door console. Mm. I've seen that and it was terrible. It turned out so terrible. So I made it again and then it, it was nice. <laughs> What'd you end up doing with the first one that you thought was so terrible? Well, so I kept the bones of it. That wasn't so bad. Um but like just the doors were not great and the paint job was awful and the top was awful. So I was able to just kind of strip it down to the nuts and bolts and then redo it. Okay. I know. No, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what are, what are the ages of your kiddos? They are uh, five and a half and seven. Okay. So you had a toddler when you made that first project, mm-hmm. right? I had some pretty, pretty little girls <laughs> at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Toddler and infant. Yeah. I think that was she about was five like years ago. One and a half. Okay. Half-ish when I started. Yeah. My little okay. one. Okay. Um, what was it like <laughs> trying to start out woodworking with two really little ones um, around? Well, my husband is amazing. He he just was like, yeah, if that's what you want to do, you can do that. And he'd give me, a, you know, like an hour before supper and, mm-hmm. you know, then I would go and work on it after. And, you know, you become a little obsessed. Like you, <laughs> I'm just going to run out there for 10 minutes. Right. You know, he comes and spend like an hour, sweetie. Are you coming back? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, oh, whoops. I didn't, yep. I didn't mean to do that. Um, but no, I'm not coming back in the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that's been um, really good, and he he really lets me do my thing. And being that I work um, part time, and I usually get like one full day a week mm-hmm. by myself in the garage um, without kids at home, because my littlest, although she's five and a half, we we kept her, so she's not in kindergarten yet. Gotcha. Um. So with that first project, was that like the first time? I mean. You grew up with kind of like a mom who's handy and all that, but um, was that the first time using power tools or what was the first time you really got to use power tools? Like using, um, 
I'd always use like a power drill, but like mm-hmm. a saw, no. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was my first time like with a circular saw. Um, I got this like refurbished Ryobi on eBay mm-hmm. um, that worked well for me for about six months and then I had to get something else and my father-in-law um was really generous he he said he needed to get a new miter saw sliding miter saw so he let me have his old one um and he got a different one and so that was what I had used for several years um before I upgraded Mm -hmm. that and slowly built up my garage arsenal and (laughs) yeah do you remember what it was like that first time you you, you uh, plugged it in and pulled the trigger on that circular saw? Yeah, it was scary. I may, I had my husband out there with me. I was like, there's no way I'm going to do this by myself. And, you know, I think I just, I just stood there and like held it in. I didn't bring it down on the wood, anything. <laughs> I just held it in to like see how that would feel. I think I was cutting like a one by two. It wasn't, right, right. wasn't a big deal, but just go really slow and. Mm-hmm. You have to respect the power tools, you know. Right. <laughs> um, well, I mean, if you started with an Anna White plan, did you watch any of like her videos or anything like that before you took that project on, or you just kind of went for it? Nope, I didn't. I didn't watch YouTube a lot, and I was just barely on Pinterest. I know they had been around forever, but I just mm-hmm. really didn't utilize them a whole lot, and. I figure I could work off of this plan. You know, I printed it out and I was super frustrated because I was like, how do they do math over there? These, these dimensions <laughs> aren't correct, you know, until I figured out that a one inch board is a three quarter inch board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just those little, little things you have to pick up as you go. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So you have like your blog now, right? Mm-hmm. So how did that get started? It like, um, so I've been making stuff for a while and I'd made several things for my house and for family and some friends. Um, and I was kind of running out of stuff that I wanted to make. And I was laid up last year. Um, I'd had a foot surgery and so while I'm sitting on the couch and thinking and thinking, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to make this a thing. I'm going to have to put it on Facebook and on social media if, if I'm going to keep building things because I'm kind of stuck. Um, so I decided that, that I was going to do that. Um, so I came up with the name and I figured if I'm going to be making things and drawing plans anyway, I might as well post them online and have a blog. Um, so that's kind of like it all kind of came around at the same time and mm-hmm. getting on Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest and starting a website. And So right now, are you still, I mean, are you still mainly making things like for yourself or your, your own circle or are you making like commission pieces and stuff? Commission pieces. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then doing busy. blogs around those. Yep, and just kind of like the tips that I've mm-hmm. that I've picked up along the way, and kind of methods I like to use. And how are you, like, how are you getting those commissions? I guess we'll just start there. Like, how are you getting people to know about you? Facebook. 
So it's interesting how the different social medias um, kind of intertwine with, with the woodworking. So Facebook is where I get the clients. I post um, about the builds and the final pictures. And mm-hmm. that's where a hundred percent of the people have reached out to me and asked me to make things for them. And most of the people there too are within Minnesota. They're local. As you say, m- most of them are local. Yeah. Are you posting mainly like on your business page or are you doing right. stuff with like groups and stuff like that? Or No, I, I haven't done anything with groups. No, okay. that's like a whole nother realm of busy I'm not ready for yet mm-hmm. okay yeah. and then Instagram is more of the the woodworking support community mm-hmm. you, you know what Instagram is yeah <laughs> all about yeah um are those the two then the two main like social media platforms are you on any others I'm on Pinterest yeah okay. um and that's posting plans and mm-hmm. and driving traffic to the website I say is that uh when when things are running well, I would say Pinterest is usually about a quarter of like twenty five percent of the traffic to my website. Is that true for you too? Bigger, no, smaller? Pinterest, Pinterest is far bigger for me. I think it's okay. like eighty percent. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, and when I when I post, you know, um, like I put out a blog post yesterday, and when I announced that on Instagram and Facebook, I'll get a little uptick mm-hmm. for a day or two, and then it'll kind of drop back down to my Pinterest baseline. Right. (laughs) Pinterest. I like that Pinterest baseline. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And I, I mean, I see the same thing. I've got so much different things on my website. It's like not even funny, but when I post like a maker mom, you know, uh, episode on Facebook, then I'll get the uptick there on, and, um, I have, I have, I, Facebook is not my favorite place necessarily to hang out, but um, I do think there's like a good community there around uh, other people looking for, you know, custom furniture or like just wanting content around people who make things and stuff like that. I think there is room still there to grow, even though it doesn't always feel that way, like kind of right. feels cluttered sometimes. Sure. Um, all right. So it sounds like when you started making, you had no intent on making it a business. Uh, not, no, not really. No, I had always joked with my husband, like, when can I go to quit my job and stay home and build stuff? And he was always <laughs> like, you're funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I was just... Mm-hmm. Dance, you know, put on music and dance all day in the garage and get mm-hmm. some work done. But <laughs> now that I'm making the thing, I can't listen to music in the garage. I'm I'm there to get a piece done. <laughs> uh huh. Um. So when you said to yourself when you're laid up at home and you said, "Okay, I need to turn this into a thing in order to keep building," um, what were some maybe not roadblocks, but what were things that you were like, okay, I need to learn about this or need to understand this before you could like full on get into doing that? Pricing. Mm. Pricing is a really hard, it's just a really hard thing. Before I had made it a business and I would make a few things and just put them on like a Facebook garage sale, you know, right. place. You kind of have to price those 
like they're on a garage sale. Right. Exactly. You know, so I was just always used to just kind of looking at it and going, I think that's worth a hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Instead of making a spreadsheet of what I have into it, how many hours it's taking me to do it. And, and that was, that was difficult for me to do. And my husband kind of sat me down and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Help me. (laughs) So, I mean, how did you like, can you talk a little bit and you feel okay sharing a little bit about that spreadsheet and like what you've, what you put into your pricing, like what kind of things you consider? Yeah. So I just put in all the you know, I make up a whole plan, all the materials that I'm going to need. Um, I just make a spreadsheet of all of that. And, um, I typically do about a 10% markup on those things. Mm -hmm. Um, and then just based off of previous builds, um, I'm able to estimate how long it's going to take me. And I have a set, you know, hourly Hourly rate, Mm -hmm. hourly rate that I pay myself and, Okay. Yeah, just kind of figure it all in from there. And I know the first time that I put a price together on something and I was like, I couldn't even send it. I was like, I can't believe this. I'm not going to do this. And kind of was like, that is how much it costs you. And I was like, oh, I, I just can't. And I, <laughs> I did and I sent it and it was totally fine. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I might be able to make a little bit of money, mm-hmm. which was nice. This might be sustainable. S- so yeah, maybe you can we can talk a bit around like so when you said you like the first piece you built you built it because or the furniture you wanted, you weren't being able to find it at a a reasonable price. So that's why you built it. Now you are the like person who is like building those pieces and probably giving price tags similar to what you were finding when you were looking. Like um, similar, I don't know, similar ish. But I think it's a different product too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. But I mean, like, what? I guess, what do you think about that being on like the flip side? And then maybe secondly, like, do you ever get somebody who kind of box at your price? Um, not that they say to my face. <laughs> it's it's more of like, okay, well. I'll get back to you or, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. And I get it. That's, that's fine. But I, I still kind of agonize over it. You know, I mm-hmm. still look at it and go, what can I, did I, did I nest everything into the plywood just right to get the most out of it? Did I, mm-hmm. you know, and I look at it over and over and over and. and now, do you include time for like, do you do a plan for every project? Yes. No, and I don't include my okay. my plan time. No. Okay. Um, any particular reason, just of not including that in, into the price of the project? I think because I've never thought about it, <laughs> and because um, it's just kind of on the fly a lot of times. Like if I can't sleep, sometimes I'll just draw the base whatever and then Mm -hmm. the next day I'll kind of come back to it and I and I usually end up doing it twice like I'll totally sketch it out and do everything and then I'll get a clean piece of paper that's not all chicken scratched and Mm -hmm. do it all again and make sure my measurements and everything is right and I have the correct amount of material so what do you draw your plans up in paper 
just paper okay yeah. Yeah. um <laughs> mm-hmm. we're in the car i can just take a legal pad with me and okay i didn't know because do you um you put your plans up right on your blog post so yep yep so um then i'll try a plan when i'm going to put it up on the blog post and i've usually done that just with the like in the word document just the draw oh, okay. mm-hmm. the squares the draw mm-hmm. Um, kind of thing. And I'll just take screenshots of that and put it in my blog post. I have though, I've started using SketchUp okay. making 3D models. And mm-hmm. It's it's not as scary as I thought. It's not as hard as I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so fun. And it's just another one of those things that you could sit down for three hours. and. Well, I think, I, I mean, I guess to me, when, when you talked about drawing it out, I immediately drew a connection to you said your parents went to trade school and learned drafting (laughs) so they would have done it with pencil and paper um before autocad and yeah yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) Uh, so that must be one of those like inherent traits you just know how to do (laughs) i don't know i just like doing it yeah yeah um all right so let's talk tools a little bit so you started with the ryobi saw and then you upgraded about six months later got upgraded so like what's your shop space look like where are you working at and so i work out of the garage and when we built um we we have a pretty big garage um it pushes pretty it's deep so Mm -hmm. i kind of have a little nook in the back um that my husband i feel bad he said that he was gonna do a golf simulator there and then before he could get one i (laughs) (laughs) i filled it with tools (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i'd have my miter station my shanty to chic miter saw station now and what else do i have table saw I got a jointer about, I don't know, I think it was sometime in the fall. I got a used jointer that took forever to get up and running. <laughs> um, and then I just got a planer, nice. a planer, which I was so excited about. It's so fun to use. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's a couple more things on my list that I that I'll get to. <laughs> what are some, what are those things kind of at the top of your list you want? A bandsaw. Mm-hmm. I want to get a bandsaw and um, a festival domino. Those just, are, they just look like too much fun not to have. <laughs> and so, so useful too. Festool is like, I think an animal all of its own. Um, I feel like once you get started with festool, then a before long, your whole shop turns to Festool. Oh, maybe uh, I shouldn't open that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I probably um, will. I mean, they're great tools. Mm-hmm. I just haven't been able to afford that price point, like, ever. But maybe if I see somebody, it's one of those things, too, though. It's like it's not something you're going to find on, like, Facebook Marketplace or whatever because mm-hmm. nobody gives those up. Like, I've looked. nobody. Nope. I know. <laughs> Not on eBay either. No. <laughs> no. Just need to, we all need to just travel to Chicago and use Alma's in her um, workshop. 
I'm sorry. I don't know if my mouse is just, if my computer is. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're back. All right. I just said we all need to travel to Chicago to um, steal Alma Pink Soul Studio shop and use all of her Fez tool tools. Oh, I'm not familiar. What's her name? I, I'm going to have to. Her name is Alma and her Instagram handle is Pink Soul Studios. Pink Soul. Yeah. Yes. Damn. Pink Soul Studios. Yes. And she, she has a studio full of festival. Yes, she does. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to go there. Yes. <laughs> yes, she does. Um, all right. So Bandsaw, Festool, Biscuit. Um, biscuit joiner, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Anything else at the top of that list? I don't know. I probably want to update my drill press at some point. I don't use it a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just really old. Um, my, we used to own a tire shop in about two or about three years after I started um, building. My husband came home and he's like, I got this drill press just sitting in the shop. Do you want that? Do you want me to bring it home? And I was like, yes. yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like three years ago. Right. But yeah, he got that home and we got it cleaned up and it, it works great. It's just, it's, it's mm -hmm. on its way out. <laughs> yeah. And tire shop. That seems like a weird like thing to just plug in there. So. <laughs> oh yes. yes. Like he, yeah. um, he owned a, like quick lube and tire mm -hmm. shop before we met. Um, so he had that for about 13, 13 and a half years. Okay. Um, and we actually just sold in January at the beginning of the year. So now All right. Home and we have a new normal for getting used to. So mm -hmm. it's good. So it sounds like he was probably like a good resource for you, especially with that pricing and stuff like Right. Understanding exactly. like the business side of that's where the, that's where he came in and said, What are you doing? Yeah. Like, Please tell me because I don't know. <laughs> oh. Um so I would assume that your daughters uh, are pretty busy doing all sorts of uh activities and such. Mm -hmm. So how how do you manage um I mean you're you got your job, job, your nurse job, you're making commission work and your um, wife and mom. So how are you managing all of those roles? Right. Well, so the girls aren't in a lot of activities now in the winter. They'll, they'll gear up more um, in the spring and summer, but gosh, how do we manage that? Again, it's just, you try to grab a little time, you know, I'm in the office in the morning right away, like 545 and try to do office work until it's time to go to school, you know, the, the website and blog and things like that. Um, and then I either go to work after we drop the kids off or I come home and get my garage time in and then you try to cut it off around 430 and have family time. And then um, if there's something really pressing, I try to go back out in the garage after the girls um, have gone to bed and then try to cut it off again around nine o'clock before I'm too tired and I make a mistake and have to fix it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it has even more work for myself the next day. Um, 
but yeah, my husband, he's really good at hanging out with the girls, you know, like on the weekends, I'll take him to breakfast and just hang out with him for a little bit so I can have a couple hours and Mm -hmm. yeah. So we just Uh, try to work with each other and, you know, what do you have going on? What do you have going on? How mm -hmm. much time do you need? Yeah. Are they like, how aware do you feel they are about like what you do? Oh, they're, oh, they're, yeah, (laughs) they're up on it. My oldest is, um, she is um, getting her DIY spirit from me as well. She, um, they have commissioned me to build bunk beds. <laughs> yes. And so my oldest loves to be in her room and will will physically move her bed to where the bunk beds will be. And then we have to step out how wide the stairs are going to be up to that. And, you know, she has her hands up, you know, like architectural hands, like, and this is where I want <laughs> the stairs to be and then I want the um the curtains to go all the way across so that I can be totally in my cocoon at night and just a couple days ago she found that she mom do we have a bucket because I want to have a bucket that can go from Evelyn's bunk bed up to my bunk bed so we can like pass mail to each other and animals and so Mm -hmm. I'm gonna need you to go upstairs with me so we can rethink about all of this again (laughs) Like, okay. And then I came home from work yesterday and she had um, on a little dry erase board, totally drawn out how that bucket and pulley system was going to work, what color they were going to paint it. Yeah, she's very cool. She's into it. Evelyn likes to help a little bit, my little one. um, But yeah, she's, she's five and a half. So if, right. if I let her paint and get messy, she's really into that. But yeah. <laughs> as far as the planning, not so much. Um, I feel like all kids are into whatever is the messiest possible thing to do at the moment is what they will do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say I'm different though. I make a mess. I make a big mess. <laughs> Maybe that's why you, why you think the planner is super fun. It is super fun, but it is extremely messy. Um, yeah. <laughs> Always makes my shop look like it snowed inside and that snow happens to be sawdust and wood mm-hmm. chips. <laughs> That's what my jointer does to my yeah. garage. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So what's your favorite part about being um, a maker? About being maker? I like all of it. I like when someone comes to me with an idea, you know, like I just did this dog kennel console and I had kind of seen it on Pinterest a little bit, but when somebody came to me and was like, could you build this? I was like, yes. <laughs> yay this is so new and cool and I got to draw it out and that's always fun to kind of put it together um and building is obviously great and then just making it really come to life and you know your customers are excited about it right yeah Um, the things I don't like are sanding (laughs) and um yeah pretty much sanding (laughs) <laughs> that's pretty much it <laughs> that's pretty much it you haven't you haven't brought the family in onto family sanding time yet like <laughs> no, I, they would never come out again i don't think <laughs> um with your commission pieces is it usually like design wise is it usually driven by the customer or are they being like i want this exact thing i saw on pinterest or are you having some kind of creative control over that yeah. A little bit. So 
you know, I've had people come to me and say, you know, I like this, um, but I need it bigger. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it kind of turns into, well, if it's going to be bigger, then we have to modify it in this way. And um, it'd be cool if we could, you know, just Mm -hmm. things like that. So they have the, we stay within the idea, but to just kind of make it. Okay. Okay. Do you like, do you feel comfortable with that level of balance of, of creativity or do you ever um, want to get more into like where you have a bit more of the control over the end design? Um, no, not yet. I'm pretty, I mean, I like, I like hearing their ideas and trying mm-hmm. to make exactly what's in their head come alive. But a lot of times too, they, they want that input. Mm-hmm. They want to know what's going to look best because they just kind of have a vague idea. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've made some things, you know, like this is, I found this at a store. It doesn't come in my size. Can you just make it bigger? Right. Kind of thing. And it's like, sure. You know, <laughs> and then I don't, I don't really feel the need to change it. If that's right. Right. What they want to do. That's all good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's your favorite part about being a mom? My favorite part about being a mom, well, I don't know, all of it, just watching them grow and they're like at the funnest age right now, they're losing their teeth, which is awesome. You know, that's like the coolest thing and they're learning to read and they're just smart, smarter than I am, I think. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just fun to be around and, you know, at this age too, they're kind of little weirdos and I like that. <laughs> They're just funny people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 They're not afraid to speak their mind at those ages at all. No. <laughs> um, have Do you feel like you've had any challenges or obstacles that you've kind of worked through being a woman and generally what's seen, seen as a male-dominated field? Um. No, no, like nothing that's been real blatantly, mm-hmm. you know, in my face. Um, no, I wouldn't say so. I think some people, yeah, they just kind of, it's kind of like, oh, what, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And then some people are like, doesn't that take a lot of time or, you know, and it's like, yeah, it does, but <laughs> so just clean the house. Right. And, and I'd rather build furniture. <laughs> Um, but no, and I think a lot of it is just how you perceive it. You know, I've had people at, you know, the store when I'm picking up lumber and stuff, like, what are you going to do with that? You Mm -hmm. know, and then I usually, you know, I go there with my whole spreadsheet of material and my plan and I'm usually always excited about it. So I'm like, look at this, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is what I'm going to make. And, you know, once they see that you have a plan in this whole list and they're like, oh well, that's really cool, you know, right. then they don't, I don't know, not that they would ever have taken it to that level, but, you know, I think it just kind of gives them an idea that I, I might know what I'm doing. Right, 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 exactly, yep, and I do think it's all, it is definitely all in presentation of how those questions are asked, because mm-hmm. I've had that question asked, like, well, what project are you working on, 
like in two different ways, right? I've had that question asked like where the the person is like legitimately just interested in like, well, what are you making type thing yeah. and and excited with you, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, that sounds really cool or whatever. But then like I've also had it asked in the same way of like, what are you making? You share what you're making. And then they're like, are you sure that's what you want? That whatever you're looking for type thing. And it's, it's like, yes, I'm aware of what I need. Um, (laughs) Right. (laughs) I wouldn't have asked for it if I didn't know what I wanted. Um, That type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've seen more so leaning towards the like, asking because they're genuinely like want to have an idea like the project you're working on and you know um just so they can get excited too because I think a lot of those people probably who work in the big box stores probably have woodworking as a hobby or you know some kind of making as a hobby as well Um, and so they just like us right when you get a bunch of makers together you get excited to talk about that kind of stuff too right um okay so what do you hope that your daughters learn from watching you like not just the making part of it but like that this is a business too um well hopefully time management if i can get that nailed down um (laughs) and just if you find the secret sauce for that please share it with the rest of us (laughs) um time management and just being a self-starter, you know, I've heard my daughter already say, you know, I can do anything I want to do. And it's like, I know people say that, right. but you, you really can, you mm-hmm. really can. Um, yeah, just be, just be capable people. I guess that's. Do you think like, I mean, really they've, they've got two parents that have had their own business. So um, I, I would imagine that's got to leave some impression on them to think about that versus like if you both were going to like every day, just going to like an office somewhere, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like versus like, no, this is like our business type thing. Right. Exactly. And, and making that work, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, you don't just get to stay home and, right coffee you have to work and figure those things out and and i would say your own business you always work harder too in longer hours because um nobody cares about it as much as you do it's right (laughs) (laughs) and especially with phones and stuff like you're always connected like work doesn't stop unless you're good at setting those boundaries and putting the phone down and that kind of stuff Uh yeah what would your advice be to a mom who wants to tackle a new skill like making or DIY? Making or DIY. Um, know the difference between actual and nominal. Dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> um, get the, the safety equipment that you need. That's a big deal. Um, and just make sure that your partner is on board, that I, I want to make this. This is important to me that it goes well. I need your support. Because if you come in the house and it's like, ugh, mm-hmm. are you finally done with that? When is this, you know, 
Right. That makes it hard when you really just want to take your time. Mm-hmm. Um, and just know that you can do it. Power tools, they make power tools powered for a reason. It kind of evens the playing field. <laughs> kind of does the work for you. And mm-hmm. if you can squeeze a trigger, you can probably operate this piece of machinery if you right. just learn about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you have any tips on like learning this stuff? Because you said you didn't watch any YouTube or anything. You just like went not into the beginning. It. Yeah, not at the beginning. Um, now I do mm-hmm. watch YouTube, but um, some tutorials. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like, like as far as just operating a piece of machine. Well, tips and like yeah, like how to figure it out. I mean, there are obviously there's YouTube videos out there. Um. But that's also not everybody's jam. And um, some people, other maker moms have pointed out, like, you can show running a piece of equipment in, like, every angle possible on a YouTube video, but that's still, like, like, you couldn't, you're not going to take two hours to explain, like, all of the different, like, safety measures and, like, Mm -hmm. all the things that could go wrong right? When you're doing a quick like tutorial on YouTube um, Mm -hmm. and that hopefully isn't the expectation of people watching it, that it's an all-inclusive type video. Right. But, you know, I guess any tips because you started without that. So like what helped you feel confident, you know, and you said it scared you when you first turned that saw on, but like Mm -hmm. what helped you get past that fear to be and kind of work through how to use the tool and work with it yeah just continually using it just mm-hmm. over and over um i mean don't be dumb don't put your hand too close to the saw mm-hmm. um, and but yeah just learn about the safety features that are on the equipment you know like a table saw has a riving knife for a reason and Mm-hmm. operate it without it if you can avoid that right um and it has helped being on instagram you know every once in a while you'll be feeding through on instagram and bam someone's in a cast and you're like right i want to know exactly what you did <laughs> <laughs> what you did to make that happen not that right. it was their fault but right you know and i think my confidence is where it is because nothing bad has happened to me mm-hmm. you know which makes me nervous too because I feel like it's going to happen to everybody you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like when <laughs> but so, I mean so far so good and always practice on scrap yeah many times you mean I shouldn't try out a new thing on like a brand new thing yeah. on a piece that somebody's paying money to make <laughs> right right <laughs> Uh, not gonna say I've maybe possibly done that several times, I, but I think we all have, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, what could go wrong? Uh, exactly. <laughs> I'm in a hurry. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. All right, Kristen. Well, uh, we've gotten to the end of our time, so I know if you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to take a moment to share with everybody where they can find you on all of the interwebs so they can follow along with you. Oh, gosh. If you're on your internet machine, 
Mm-hmm. You can find me on Instagram at In Her Garage, Facebook at In Her Garage, Pinterest at In Her Garage. <laughs> um, my website is um, www.inhergarage.com. And I've just started um, as a contributing blogger blogger on the Pretty Handy Girl website as well. So awesome. I've done, I think, just one post so far. Once Congrats on that. Yeah. That's yeah. I know that you did, a, did an yes. interview with Brittany. I back. did. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's great. She is. Um, well, awesome. And thanks for taking the time to chat with me today. For sure. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. Okay, again, that was Kristen with In Her Garage. I'll include links on how you can follow along with Kristen in the show notes. Probably the quickest way to get to the show notes is to follow along with Maker Mom Podcast on Instagram. That's just at Maker Mom Podcast. Link in the bio will get you there. Uh, That is also a quick place to find Patreon if you're enjoying the podcast and you want to help support the ongoing of making a content for the podcast and you want to join the tribe I try to put as much up there about getting our community together as possible as well so you can check that out too um, again I hope to see you all at 11:45 this morning central standard time for the online meetup with the times that we are in right now I know things are a bit crazy with COVID-19 and a lot of you are stuck inside just like me and my family and so I wish you patience and I wish you lots of small moments of happiness together with your family that adds up to a lot of big happiness together I hope you get a chance to make to help keep your hands and your mind busy because that is crucial in a time when you're isolated from others and uh As always, it being Friday, I hope you all have a great Friday and a great weekend, and we're all in this together. All right, I will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Maker Mom podcast. You can connect with the Maker Mom community in the Facebook group page, Maker Moms. And remember, if you enjoyed listening to this episode, please subscribe, leave an awesome review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know.